Hey everyone, as you always know here at the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, we love to bring to you the different types of whiskey from the different genres, from the different parts of the world. And we're doing this tasting with our none other than the American Whiskey Glass by Whiskey Wisdom. Now, if you look on our bio, there is a code there that you can use for your purchase. It's TTIBP and you get 10% off your first purchase. As always, hit us up every single day on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, the home of the American Whiskey Gloss. Welcome to another episode of the Truth is Barrel Proof my name is Ian. As always, if you like what you hear on this podcast, make sure to connect with me on your favorite social media platforms. You can find me on pretty much all of them as Barrel Proof Nerd, all one word. Let me know what you think. Have you tried the bottle we're going to talk about today? I'd love to know uh, what you think of it as well. Today, we are going to be talking about Hirsch, the single barrel. This release came out, I believe, last year at some point. Um, Kind of one of those things that came out, not everyone knew what was going on with it. It sat for a little while, and then it seemed to kind of catch on almost like wildfire and be very difficult to find. Um, Hirsch's standard shelf products really are, are there. They're fairly easy to find. No one, you know, no one's raving about them too much, but... They put out this sourced single barrel release last year. Um, They were fairly transparent on the bottle. I think it took some curious investigators a little bit to uh, figure out where they think this is coming from, though. Specifically today, I am tasting barrel number KY19, which comes in at 136.6 proof. And all of these single barrels that they released were a mash bill of 72% corn, 13% rye, 15% malted barley, uh, barrel entry proof at 62.5%, and this specific one is a 7-year 9-month. There was a portion of these that were 7-year 7-month as well. Um, I have actually not tried any of the, the ones that were a couple months younger, but... Only talking about a couple months in the world of single barrels, I, I don't expect really any major groundbreaking uh, difference across the board there. But what came out about these, as well as the old Kirk releases that came out over the past year or two, was that the suspicion is that that mash bill and being distilled in Bardstown, which says on the bottle here, um, this is very likely coming from Willet. So, what, uh, I can't confirm or deny that for sure. Obviously, there's um, non-disclosure agreements that come with sourced whiskey and these sorts of things, but it uh, kind of came out that this was a, you know, a discount Willet Purple Top. Now, I don't have any Purple Tops of myself. I've tried them at bars, so I can't do a side-by-side and say, yes, absolutely, this is 100%, you know, a Purple Top for a fraction of the price. What I can say, though, is the first one of these I tried, I knew I was in trouble because I knew I was going to need many more of them because when they were 
gone, they were going to be gone, and I knew that would make me very sad if I didn't have them. So, luckily I was able to grab a few of these, but today we're talking about Barrel KY19, and let me get into what you want to know. What does it smell like? What does it taste like? Should you lose your mind and go try to find one? I don't know. Let's talk about it. On the nose, you get a, um, it's a, a almost a fruity sweetness. It's, you know, plums, raisins, a little bit of brown sugar, uh, this sort of thing. Um, almost a slightly uh, bready aspect to it, let's say. Think of, I don't know, it, it, I think that may come from the slightly higher malted barley content and a, a relatively low rye content in this. Um, comes together to give you kind of this bready sensation on it. So I don't know. Let's say it smells like raisin bread. With a little bit of brown sugar. But it does have a wonderful nose. And especially for a whiskey that's coming in at a fairly high proof. Uh, we're, we're talking about a whiskey that's uh, almost 137 proof. There is really no... No ethanol burn on the nose to be found, um, which is kind of fascinating because usually, as much as I enjoy these higher proofs, you'll get a little burn on the nose in these higher proof ranges. Um, it's just not the case here. So, let's see what it tastes like. Oh, it's terrible. You should not buy it. No, I'm just kidding. It's wonderful. Um, to be honest, this bottle that I'm reviewing today is almost gone. Uh, because I've liked it so much. And most of the nose carries over to the palate, really. You get that kind of plum, raisin, um, fruity sweetness. Think of like a dark fruit sweetness. Not like a crisp, you know, apple or grapes or things like this, but it's more the, the darker, um, heavier fruits. Um... You get a, you still get that little bit of brown sugar there, but on the palate is where that uh, that higher proof lets itself be known. There's there's no way around getting the fact that this is a this is a hot pour. Um, a couple drops of water might clear it up for some people if that's not your thing, but I think the uh, the flavors are there. And again, that that breadiness carries itself over into the palate, and it does also. Such a fantastic mouthfeel on this. I've mentioned this in a few reviews, but I'm kind of a... its I don't know, it sounds weird, but I'm a mouthfeel snob. It's uh, <clears throat> I think that a, a good mouthfeel, a very thick viscosity of a whiskey, can take a whiskey from, going, from being a, a good whiskey to a great whiskey. And in this case... It's, you can chew on this. It's so, the viscosity is so heavy there. And the finish is so long that it just, it feels like it's coating your palate. Where I have to keep clearing my, my, my mouth because I, I feel like it's still there. Um, really, this is such a good bottle of whiskey. Um, like I said, I've been lucky enough to try a few of the other barrels and... I would say 9 out of 10 have blown me away, and, you know, the 1 out of 10, maybe, 
are uh, are still fantastic, although the flavor profile might be slightly different. I have had some in the lower proof range that come off a little more bright fruitiness as opposed to this, this heavy dark fruit that I'm talking about on this one. Um, but what I have noticed is the ones in the higher proof ranges tend to be pretty consistent with this flavor profile. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I can't say enough about this. Uh, go get one. Find one somehow. I know they're very scarce these days, but if you can find these, they are fantastic. Um, Hirsch really got themselves a quite a fantastic lot of barrels that they used for this. Yeah, that, you know, you get that initial shock of the proof there, but, but once you're through that initial sip that you always take of a high proof whiskey that kind of shocks your tongue from the the heat at first you just get this wonderful this i keep saying it but this wonderful bready sweetness to it it's um really fantastic um i know these were not the cheapest bottles out there but i think you were able to find them for around i don't know 80 or 90 dollars if you could find them at retail um i had to have some friends get me these because they did not make their way to michigan here for us unfortunately but uh yeah all i can say is if you can find these get them i don't know if they're discount will it purple tops i don't care it's a fantastic whiskey even if that's not the even if the legend isn't true so anyway we were talking about hirsch the single barrel six-year age statements on the front but if you look at the back they're really all seven years something so seven year nine month in this case again this was barrel ky 19 136.6 proof hirsch the single barrel this has been The Truth is Barrel Proof. My name is Ian. Don't forget to follow me on your favorite social media platforms, Barrel Proof Nerd. Thank you for listening.